0: This entire season of Retronauts is fully funded by listeners like you thanks to Patreon. If you'd like to find out how you can help and get episodes a week in advance, head on over to patreon.com retronauts. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hey everybody. This is Bob with a pocket mini fun size episode of Retronauts. Have we decided what we're calling these yet?
1: Retronauts Micro. Fun Retronauts size. Micro. We were yes. Retronauts Pocket. Now it's Micro.
0: So we're not going to fill your pocket. It might get lost in your pocket because these are going to be a lot smaller than mm. um, than your typical Retronauts pockets from last year, which were meant to be like 20 minutes but ended up being close to an hour or over an hour most of the time. So uh, we're dialing back a bit and we're, we're going to make these like super fast, super bite-sized... Um, Focuses on various subjects that maybe couldn't fill an entire episode, Jeremy.
1: And we are off to a punchy start today. We are. Mm-hmm. Let me let
0: me talk about. Let me explain this for five more minutes. What we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so today, I'm talking about uh, Majora's Mask. Um, it is my favorite uh, Zelda game. Period. Uh, 3D Zelda game. I will clarify. Link to the Past is like uh, um, like a beautiful, masterful work that may not be ever f- beaten on any scale in in the history of mankind. Am I is, am I being hyperbolic, Jeremy, Chris? Oh, I, I was waiting. Yeah, Oh, uh, I don't think... So. Well, wait a minute. Who, sorry. Who was here today? I forgot to I forgot to introduce you. Hi, in, I'm in, Chris Antista. Chris Antista The uh, Laser Time Show. Awesome. And? And I am Jeremy Perry. That's right. Man, I am all discombobulated today, but...
2: You gotta squeeze all this in 10 minutes, baby. I know.
0: I'm, um, I'm sweating already, ain't but... Ain't no time to do it right. I don't want to create
2: another argument, but... Because uh, I never thought... I never actually thought of myself as a Zelda fr- fan, because one of my best friends has like eight Zelda tattoos. Oh, yeah. He knows everything. And then I played uh, Hyrule Warriors, I'm like... I am upset. I don't like this at all. And this is not as a Zelda. Oh, I'm a Zelda
0: fan. I had no idea. I played every Zelda game. So it took something that insulted Zelda to make you realize that you like Zelda. So, Chris, what's your experience with Zelda? So you're into negging is what you're saying. I I, I didn't realize
2: that like, oh, yeah, I'm over 30 and I've played every Zelda, if not finished it. Yeah. I thought the last few Zeldas I hadn't finished until Link Between Worlds, which I love. Um, And Majora's Mask is the one I have the least... I've
0: sunk the least amount of time into because it is the weirdest. It is the weirdest, and I think you're, what you're saying is probably true for a lot of people because mm-hmm. when it came out, it came out, on. I pointed this out in a U.S. Gamer article I wrote, but it came out the day the PS2 was released. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, in our, and that day, the only game that had space in my heart was Mega Man Legends 2. Also released on that day? That's yeah.
0: insane. Oh, wow. Wow, <laughs> what, a day, what a day for gaming. But you know what? That's why that game failed, too, because...
1: We were crazy no, about there the were a PS2. a lot of reasons. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. there,
0: okay, you're, that, that, that's true. But for the sake of brevity, the PS2 knocked everything out of the water that, of. Was that was there. Because that launch lineup, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, Kesson. How about um,
1: some Fantavision? Ring of Red. Uh, SSX. How about SSX? How uh, SSX
0: was the one yeah. game, right?
1: Uh, Ridge like, Racer 5, the, the copy I bought was defective and took, uh, wow. like, three or four minutes to load a single track. Wow. Yeah, that was great. I don't that, know. It, that is awful. But it's start. So rocking a, this, my dreamcast.
0: This is not a PS2 podcast, but it is important to, to put this into context where Majora's Mask was, uh, was seen kind of like a cynical cache in on Ocarina of Time. It only took two years to come out. It, it, it reused it, a lot of the same resources as wow. the game.
1: Remember when a game sequel coming out within two <laughs> years was <laughs> yeah. seen as cynical uh-huh. cache grabs? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. How we've evolved as a species. We've, we've, yeah, because we've people devolved. don't really look, look at Because hasn't
2: Zelda had a game every year there are almost uh, there have been almost annual Zelda games for quite a while but certainly it's not
1: the only guilty party no no, but
2: but they're always always incredibly different Hyrule Warriors if you're counting that I I will not count that to to Spirit Tracks to Skyward Sword to Link Between Worlds those are all vastly different games they are Um, but uh, Majora's Mask and I remember the one thing that made me mad about it that made me stop playing Majora's Mask depositing my money so the world so I could start everything over the cycle over again I hated that. I hated, like, I was just getting into the exploration of the game, just getting into, like, where, I, oh, I'm finding my zone, I'm finding my chi, my core, in the Zelda game, and it's like, no, start over. And if you don't deposit your money, you lose it all.
0: I will tell you, uh, I mean, we are getting down to, like, the minutiae of the game, but mm-hmm. that is not a problem that um, will actually affect you in any meaningful way. I think depositing the money yeah. is just to unlock, like, rewards, like... You don't have to do it. You don't really s- spend a lot of money on anything in the game. But if you if you earn money and then deposit it before the world flips back around to the f- cycle, mm-hmm. you uh, will keep that money in the bank and then you will build towards the next reward, like a heart piece or something. But
1: gosh, th- Bob, what cycle are you talking? The about? The cycle
0: of time, which oh, yeah. is what Majora's Mask is all based on. In case you don't know, Majora's Mask is sort of like Groundhog's Day, right? Mm-hmm. The movie. Every morning you wake up, I mm-hmm. got you, babe, babe. Exactly, and you meet Andy McDowell on your yeah. uh, on don't your drive angry. watch
1: out for the hole in the <laughs> sidewalk where the walk it's so it's bad
0: Needle Nose
2: Ned Ned the Head he's one of my favorite characters in all of Majora
0: (laughs) and uh, Link man that would be that would be awful if he looked like Bill Murray yeah he sure as heck remembers you yeah I think that's I think that's the Happy Mask Salesman that's true that's true oh my god so many correlations but the thing about Majora's Mask is people found it very uh, disquieting, disruptive, whatever you want to say, because weird. it disrupted the Zelda formula. It completely. is its own thing completely. And the idea of having to do things over again or having the state of the world go back to its, you know, the clean slate mm-hmm. is something people are very resistant towards because games are all about empowering you. They want to make yeah. sure it's like you are the hero. You, everything you do changes the world. But in this game, Link... He is, he is saving the world, but he he is not important to the people around him. They are concerned with this end of the world that's happening and will keep happening through every cycle. And even if you you help people, when the world resets, mm-hmm. they are back to their previous miserable state. Yep. Like, you can beat those side quests in the game. And, every, every
2: bush you've cut down is back is Everything Everything is as it was. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and um, some people... the power
1: of the 64DD. So did that bother <laughs> you at all, Chris? I'm just curious. It, it did. Okay. It, like, it total,
2: like, now I'm, I'm much more willing to embrace it. Um, but to me... Zelda's kind of about exploration, and I was obsessed with the money thing just because there's one thing Zelda trained me to do. It's like you're going to need to buy a bomb bag or something immediately, and and they're going to present you with items, and you're never going to have enough money, and then I'll probably go whack some bushes and get it. So I was really upset that, like, I know I'll I'll get an extra boost in Zelda, so I always collect money. Hmm. It doesn't – I know it's kind of meaningless. Rupees are kind of meaningless in a Zelda game. but But That that was the biggest irritation because it wasn't just one thing I had to reset. It was two things I had to do, in like, every three minutes – how, uh it's
0: th- more like it's it's bu- it's about an hour if you don't use the the spell that will slows down time by half, but it's, yeah, it's no, but two, that's, a little over two hours But if that's you what do. it is.
2: You're like you'll walk out somewhere and you're like I'm half I'm halfway through the cycle, I need to run back. Yeah. And I didn't I whatever if there was a uh fast-track progress thing. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, there is
0: warping in the game, mm-hmm. and, like, if you are if you know how to exploit the time system, it gives you more than enough time, but I know a lot of people just can't handle the anxiety yeah, of I've... having a time limit. And the same so it was said about Dead Rising, where I like the game, yeah. but a lot of people were like, I don't like having to start over. I don't like this pressure of yeah. having to get things done. Oh, go ahead, Jeremy.
1: Uh, I was just going to say, I think this game is going to go over a lot better in the remake, because mm-hmm. people have been trained yeah. to accept these kind of game circumstances, this mm-hmm. the sort of, like, uh, you know, you're kind of powerless to permanently change the game state because of the rise of games influenced by roguelikes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Would you think, like... The of math is definitely the Dark Souls of Zelda. <laughs> exactly. Thank you yeah. for saying that. Yeah. No, I want to ask you, like, <laughs> as someone who enjoys roguelikes,
0: and I, I have my own answer, but do you think, like, this is a, a rogue-style system in this game not, where... Not
1: exactly, or but it, there's least, definitely... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Or at least
0: borrowing elements of rogue to, like... I mean, it seems like Japanese developers love these, these roguish elements, not, like, strictly, like like essentially
1: rogue but like these little borrowings of the formula. Yeah, I mean, a big part of of the rogue concept is that the world procedurally randomly regenerates every time you play. Mm-hmm. Um and so, when you when you die, you lose everything. Um it's not quite along those lines, but it, I think there's enough spiritual similarity that people who have been playing things like Spelunky yes. and, you know, rogue Legacy, rogue Legacy are going to say Binding of Oh, of Isaac. I get it. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Like People no longer necessarily – not everyone anyway. People who have become fans of these games Mm -hmm. have started to let go of the idea that empowerment has to be a permanent state in video games, that it's okay to go back to zero and to use your experience and the skills that you've developed to play more effectively and make more progress each time. And and, even a game like um, Mm -hmm. like an Etrian Odyssey where you're – uh, making progressive ventures into a dungeon and getting a little further every time before you run out of resources and are forced to hightail it back to town in order to survive. Like, that, that spirit is is part of this. And I, I really think that um, the console gaming audience wasn't ready for that in 1999, 2000. Right. But maybe they are now. I think uh, you're right. Chris, you, you wanted to cut in? No. I mean, like, I, just, I was
2: actually trying to remember the specific time back then and... I was I was a poor person. Well, but made it a point to buy every console, and yes, I remember like it. I, my patience wore thin with this game, and then there was too many other distractions. Right, the PS2 came out, and then like all of a sudden, everything for Dreamcast that I've been looking at became like seventy-five percent off.
0: Yeah, this yeah. is like the the like the Dreamcast would die earlier on in mm-hmm. two thousand one. So yeah, it was like. But right when the PS2
2: came out, like the games dropped in it like drastically, and I had. You know, I was still getting every system at that point, still. Mm. Right. Uh, but it was like, yeah, I don't have time to learn this. Right. It yeah. is yeah, very demanding. I, I, think,
1: I think if you look back at the the console roguelikes from that era, mm-hmm. and look at the reception, the games like Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, Tornaco, Lost Hope, Evolution, oh, Evolution by was Sting, like okay, yeah. yep, like all of those games were just they received a critical drubbing. Yeah. yeah. No one in the press got them, and very few gamers that that I interacted with on forums mm-hmm. got them. They sold horribly but that style of game has become really popular over yeah. the past 10 years yeah definitely
0: I know this was a big deal around the time of Wind Waker because the the backlash of that game was pretty vocal. I would say. I mean, at least initially. Now people have been like, "Oh, we like this even more than regular Link." Now we like Toon Link kind a lot. Um, I mean, but it's not as as immediate. Like that Link is like a Powerpuff Girl or whatever. You know, yeah. like what I heard initially, but. What was I going to say? Oh, uh, around around the time of Windmaker, people were like, where's the dark, mature Zelda I want? Well, that's dark stalkers and it sucks, but <laughs> this was your dark, mature Zelda. Everyone yeah. is about oh, yeah. to die. Yeah. You, you see everyone in their final days of life, and every day their attitude changes. And, uh, like, their schedules and their life had, has nothing to do with your accomplishments. They're going, uh, like, I don't know, they're reacting on their own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, they're reacting... Um, Some people are upset. Some people are in denial. Some people are happy about it. It is very... It's it's, it's a very dark, disturbing game. And the worst part of the game, or it it is enjoyable in its own sick way, is talking to people as the world is ending, like in those final few minutes when there are, like, earthquakes. And the moon is, like, you can just, like, reach up and kiss its big, ugly face, you know? Like, people are freaking out. It's just, like... I have not seen that, that dark tone in a Zelda game. And, the, and the, like also the very, very strange tone, which I think was also part of Ocarina of Time, but not as pronounced. Mm-hmm. Video,
1: video games don't really deal with the apocalypse very well. I kind of <laughs> um, feel like they deal with Majora's the, Mask oh. was um, almost like a reaction to Final Fantasy VII, where mm-hmm. you spend the, the final portions of the game with the meteor about to strike the planet. But no matter how much you fart around, it never gets any closer. Like, you can breed... Hundreds of generations of chocobos, mm. so that you can get a gold chocobo and find the Knights of the Round. Right? How much time does that represent? <laughs> I mean, chocobos—you know—they probably take a What's few months to, to have a baby. Eggs, yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so you know, it kind of it kind of breaks the immersion, and and people will be like, "Oh, there's a thing in the sky," but that's that's pretty much it. And the closest I ever came to writing a Final Fantasy fan fiction was actually you dodged a bullet (laughs) i dodged a bullet it it, it died after a couple of chapters and it's gone forever but i don't believe i wanted to (laughs) no i wanted to write a story about people who were just like living in that world as meteor came closer and closer to striking because that's something that the game didn't really explore and it was more interesting to me (laughs) than the the story of the actual heroes and majora's mask is basically that there was
2: a a movie that came out to me a comedy. Something like looking for a friend oh, yeah, at the, end yeah. of the world, but yeah. I didn't see it. But like the premise was certainly like, no, everybody knows they're about I, to die. I, I liked did... that
1: movie. It was it was. Oh, a good. I haven't yeah. seen it. I mean it's it's not a it's not a masterpiece. No, but, but it's I,
2: definitely the same thing you say about the concept. It is a bunch of people coping with imminent death.
1: Yeah, not I, to, not to spoil anything, but it does end with the world ending. Oh, nice! Like that. that it, there's no there's no out. Like there's no, oh, the scientists saved us at the last minute. And it just becomes progressively more like people are strung out. But some people nice. cling to their, their routines. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, I'm just going to keep, you know, cleaning glasses here at this diner because that's what I do and that's how I'm going to cope with this. <laughs> that's what I wanted to For the
2: Ocarina of Time 3D remake, I get it. And I'm like, actually, I've played this game too many times and I don't care.
0: That's why I haven't touched it. And I, I find that, like, the Zelda's that riff the most on Link to the Past mm-hmm. are not the ones I'd like to revisit that often. Um, I like the ones I try new and different things, and you can't get much more new and different than Majora's Mask. And that's I'd what think. I'm
2: talking about. That's why I'm so excited about it. Yeah, because like, yeah. it's the one I don't have any time with. It's it's the gap in my Zelda knowledge, and I, I'm going to be able to pick that up and play it in a modern pre- with a modern presentation on a plat- probably my favorite platform at
0: the moment. And I'm, I'm sure you're not alone, Chris. And what makes like I, when this game came out in 2000, mm-hmm. it was not like established that Zelda would forever follow the Link to the Past yeah, structure, which it yeah. has been, and I, I really hope that this or is the this Ocarina point. structure, at least. Um, Yeah, I think Ocarina was just kind of like Link to the Past in 3D. It was. The so there's like part. the way
1: Metroid Prime was Super Metroid yeah, as yeah. a first-person shooter.
0: But in this game, okay... Immediately when you start the game, you're not human Link. You are trapped in a Deku Scrub body. And Deku Scrubs are the most pathetic creatures in the first game. <laughs> they will beg for their lives if you knock them over and stuff like that. So immediately it disrupts your expectations there. But the game does not follow the the Link to the Past formula at all. There are only four dungeons. Mm-hmm. The overworld is packed packed with things to do. Yeah. And uh, all of Link's regular expected utilities are utility belt things are not there. Like, I hated Skyward Sword because it's like, here's No bat shark repellent? What's that? Mm. No bat shark (laughs) repellent. No no. No bat (laughs) plug. But I I hated Skyward Sword for a lot of reasons, but I hated it because it was like, okay, here are all the weapons again and it's like, I don't need a slingshot and a bow. Like, Mm. stop doing this. But in in Link to the, I'm sorry, in Majora's Mask, you have a ton of different items to use. It's mm-hmm. not just the standard bombs and you know air, and bows and arrows and stuff like that. You have a bunch of different masks. You can transform into three different forms. It just is doing so much that is different yeah. that Zelda kind of stopped doing once I think maybe they pulled back a lot from doing different things after Majora's Mask didn't light the world on fire. But I don't know what their expectations were for this game. And
2: I think I got nerve damage from Skyward Sword, so I would like <laughs> that to be remade to in a platform. Where I don't have to use my arm as much. Was there was there a um, a class action lawsuit for that? There, it was really bad, man. I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> really? I don't know if that was it because I was also throwing bottle rockets uh, during New Year's Eve <laughs> at the same like, time. Yeah, something okay. uh, during a. Never mind. I don't want to... This is this isn't even ten minutes. But during <laughs> a. Uh, a lovely lovemaking session. My arm gave out and I couldn't sleep anymore because the pain was so intense from my neck. Wow. T- and I don't know what to blame to that. I threw a couple bottle rockets one night but I did play a lot of Skyward Sword over the so Christmas So your mistake was being a
1: nerd having sex. I think you heard it <laughs> Take it you from Chris. You betrayed us all. What
2: I put my I put my feet up on the ceiling. I did everything appropriately. It looked just <laughs> like that hot coffee mode I play, saw on YouTube. Take it from Final Chris. fantasy music to set the
1: mood.
0: <laughs> Take it from Chris. kid. save it for marriage or else exactly.
1: God will <laughs> smite you. <laughs> but so
2: this is this is the kind of game I think deserves the remake the most. Yeah, I'm very of
0: excited for it, especially because it should be noted that this game looks like just hot garbage, mm-hmm. like a big pot of steaming hot garbage just bubbling up on your stove. Interactive origami. Yeah. yeah. Even with the RAM cartridge, I mean, mm-hmm. the N64 was never pushing beautiful graphics, but the it was just like, especially in comparison to the PS2, which had just been released, Yeah, looking at Majora's Mask was hard. And it's mm-hmm. hard to go back to because of those N64 graphics. As, as, as much as they can get out of that system in the year 2000, it still wasn't enough. That's, that's when my, my, be, my fascination was with Ocarina 3D
2: ran out was when like I stopped looking at all the things they improved. When I when I got bored with that. Because I knew I know the game too well to have a, yeah. like a ton of fun with it and sink that m- that many hours into playing it again. But oh my God, look at that. Everything was the the little the subtleties, it wasn't just an up-resing. It's like a completely new completely new models on everything, completely new textures. I haven't seen a lot of information in the new Majora.
0: Yeah, from what I heard, they are making some improvements to make things more um, immediate to people Mm -hmm. that maybe they didn't understand initially. But it should be noted that In the Japanese version of the game, uh, things are much more difficult. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the American version of the game, there are these owl statues you can make basically quick save at. In the Japanese version of the game, you can only save at the beginning of a cycle. So you have to play Mm. through an entire three-day cycle or or end the cycle and start it again if you want to save your game, which is stupid. It's Mm -hmm. just like – so in the American version, they added a quick save. So I think maybe they're just letting the Japanese players know, like, this will be part of it too. So I'm pretty sure they're just adding the American improvements to the 3DS game. But I could be surprised. But as far as I know, they're not going to make any changes to make the the time limit different or anything. No, like I don't that. think anything like that. Yeah. It just but it just visually, I've seen. I don't know. The only thing I can think of off the top
2: of my head is the 360 version of Banjo Kazooie. That's what a that's what a N64 game with just a simple HD yeah. coat of paint looks like, and it's not pretty. But uh, that. Ocarina did one better. It's like yeah, it's, yeah. And, and so did Star Fox uh, to that extent. But, I,
0: I wish they would spend more time on it, but I mm-hmm. know that like that's not realistic for just a remake. Like I, w- I wish it would, everything was just remade from the ground up instead of just you know adding more polygons to the, those old models. But, but it's, it's to me, it's fascinating to see like you could trick I could trick a little kid into playing exactly what I loved,
2: uh, and he would think it's a game that came out yesterday. Yeah. he'll have no idea, and like nothing is you don't streamline any of the dialogue because that's how you'd really present an old yeah. Zelda game in a modern way. But exactly. uh,
0: But it, yeah, it looks it looks astonishing. And I'm sure plenty of kids who were born after Mordor's Mask will be playing this and mm-hmm. falling in love with it like I did like 15 years ago. And I'm ago. sure
2: their Master Chief collection doesn't work yet.
0: So they'll have to play <laughs> it. <laughs> of course, of course. So yes, this was a Retronauts uh, mini pocket. But were we calling this again? Met Retronauts Micro. Micro. Retronauts Micro. and this I'm episode fun size. That's all I'm saying. Fun size. <laughs> Crappy candy bar. This episode was all about Majora's Mask. I am a Majora's Mask super fan, uh, possibly a gaming hipster. You make the call. But I just want to let you know about one of my favorite games that will be out on the 3DS um, in the future. And I'm already dating this episode. But if it's out now, let me know how it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I probably played it.
1: Don't think. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, you could just hold on to this episode and, and you know, just get back to me at some point. So... How do you reach us? Well, we're Retronauts on everything. Retronauts on Twitch, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, and Patreon, which is what is funding our podcast. And so many people have given to our podcast. If you can afford just a dollar a month to help us, uh, that would be amazing because you are helping us make this show. You're helping us fly Jeremy out, and you are buying our rocket cars and solid cold houses that we're living in and driving around in right now. And I got to eat almonds. And Chris got to eat a handful of almonds, mm-hmm. so Damn. you're mm-hmm. feeding you're feeding a hungry Antista. Mm-hmm. So yes, please, um, please give, please share, please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, as far as where you can find us, I'm Bob Servo on Twitter. You can find me also, I write for US Gamer, and I also write for Something Awful, so check out those sites. And uh, Chris, where can we find you? Uh, Laser Time. We have a website, lasertimepodcast.com. I, I love the way
2: you said retronauts and everything. Unfortunately, Laser Time is a little different. Just Google it. We do a pop culture show called Laser Time, a comic book show called Cape Crisis, a video game show called video Game Apocalypse, and uh, a, a semi-regular video game music show, VG Empire, and a wrestling show called Cheap Podcast. If you'd like to hear shows like that uh, done on an almost weekly basis, hosted by a bunch of dorks from the games industry,
0: that would be your goal. That That's your destination.
2: I tried, I tried to make that as fast as possible. That was great.
0: <laughs> you worked in
1: a lot of podcast names I did did. Jeremy who are you where can you find you hi I'm Jeremy hi Jeremy Uh, hi (laughs) Jeremy you can find me on Twitter as Gamespite also on the internet as Gamespite.net and of course uh, 9to5 and then some at US Gamer Also, GameBoyWorld.com is really cool. You should read it and
0: check it out. And yeah, make sure you go to Us Gamer. They are they are uh, our partners in crime or content, as I call it. And uh, yeah, so you guys have a good week. We'll see you next week with a new episode. And please look forward to Majora's Mask. And if it's out now, by the time you're listening to this, play it. Play it for the love of God. Hey, I'm just saying. Later, guys.